0: Hello, Behind the Service podcast listeners. It's me, Jen Ballou. I'm back for another episode of The Caregiver's Coaching Corner. And this is actually part two of Emotional Influencer. So we're in the middle or we're actually on the tail end of a series that's talking all about different influencers and how they affect your energy. We've done environmental, physical, spiritual, mental. And then last week, we talked a little bit about emotional influencers. And then today, I'm going to talk about just like the second part of emotional influencers. So just as a recap, last week, I explained what emotional influencers are. And then we, we explored the importance of and how you can be aware of your emotions. We talked about understanding your emotions. And I left you with the opportunity to think about a time in which you experienced one of the flags, fear, love, anger, guilt, or sadness. And then consider or think about what those emotions were trying to tell you. So now we're going to continue moving forward. We're going to talk a little bit about emotional expression or expressing your emotions. And I just, when I say that to you, or you hear me say that, expressing your emotions What comes up for you, if if anything? Are you comfortable with expressing your emotions? Does it depend on the situation? Many people actually believe that you're just not supposed to express your emotions. And in fact, some cultures directly or maybe subtly discourage expression of emotions. But the reality is that we're emotional human beings. And not allowing emotions to be expressed creates that catabolic energy that we've talked about before. Expressing emotions, it it has, let's think of it as having two parts. So appropriate expression and inappropriate expression. And I kind of giggle because again, like some people think that no matter how they express their emotion, at least they're expressing it. But I want you to consider appropriate versus inappropriate expression. So someone can be very expressive, but not necessarily be appropriate. So an example might be you make a comment about something and somebody, a loved one, your significant other, maybe your best friend, a child rolls their eyes. I think we could probably agree that would be an example of an inappropriate example of expressing emotions. Another example might be you watch someone yell at, again, maybe their significant other or a best friend or a child without cause, and then they just storm out of the room. That might be another example of an inappropriate way to express emotions. So let's pause here and think about how you express yourself emotionally. Are you someone who wears your heart on your sleeve and people can read like a book? Are you thoughtful and considerate, even if you disagree with someone? Are you approachable? Are you authentic and present with others? Or maybe are you someone who doesn't show much emotion, no matter what the situation is? Are you unapproachable? Or do you experience feelings of being numb just take a moment to think about how you express yourself emotionally and then one other question here just for you to reflect on is how does your the current way that you express your emotions affect your energy just a few things to think about specific to Emotional expression. Let's talk about emotional control, which is really the ability to manage your emotions. And this is essential because it allows you to respond, not react to situations. Emotional control, or it might be Important to think about emotional control as the ability to control both your emotional reactions in a given moment, as well as the thoughts that created those reactions to begin with. So, we could call that like cause and effect, if you will. It's important to remember that our emotions are just that they're our emotions. So, even though we might not think so at the time, we created those emotions and we can recreate them. Anytime we choose, emotions only hold the power that we give to them. That's another one that I just, I need to repeat it for myself, maybe for you, but I definitely need to repeat that for myself. Emotions only hold the power that we give to them. Most or nearly all emotional responses are learned. Again, nearly all emotional responses are learned. And so Considering the questions that I ask you or maybe exploring some of the suggestions that I give to take a day or a few days to notice different things and maybe keep a little journal can really be helpful because it allows you to learn more about yourself. And then with that awareness, you can decide what the next steps are. Responding instead of reacting. It's important to recognize that someone can only push a button that already exists. So for example, if you're confident in your job, whatever your job entails, if you're confident in your job and someone says something derogatory about how you handle a particular incident at your job, More than likely, you're going to brush it off. You might not laugh it off, but you're going to brush it off. But if you're struggling in your job or you don't feel super competent in your job, you might take the comment personally and get really upset by the remark. So, again, that remark only pushes a button if the button already exists within you. So, if you doubt your ability in some area, And someone reinforces that belief, your button gets pushed. Now, there is a process for dealing with buttons. It's a six-step process. You can jot these steps down or you can just think about doing them based on a recent situation where one of your buttons was pushed. But this is a way that you can deal with buttons. The first thing is to stop. So as soon as you feel your button get pushed, stop and feel your emotional response. And then allow yourself to breathe. Maybe you take five or 10 breaths. Maybe it's one or two, but you allow yourself to breathe. And then you ask yourself, how appropriate is my emotional reaction to this situation? Step four, what story am I telling myself that's causing this upset? Step five, what else might really be going on here? And then step six, if this situation comes up again, how am I going to handle it? Six-step process for dealing with buttons. Let's talk finally or starting to tie things up about shifting emotions. It's really important to know how to shift your emotions. And you can shift your emotions. I mentioned that earlier. These are just a few examples of ways that you can shift your emotions either in the moment or pretty close to the moment. The first one is to smile, maybe laugh. One that I just mentioned in the six-step process for dealing with buttons. Breathe deeply. You can listen to music. You can exercise. Take a walk. Phone a friend. You can journal. Maybe you like to read. You can pause and read. You can stretch. Spend some time with someone you care about. The list goes on and on. But knowing that you can shift your emotions in the moment can be really powerful. So think about a few ideas that you want to try the next time that you're interested, or you can benefit from shifting your emotions. Maybe you jot them down or just pause and think about some ways that might sound appealing to you. So when you know which emotions work best for you, you can proactively create those emotions that fuel you rather than drain you. Think of a time when you experienced stress due to emotional factors. Maybe your buttons were pushed or perhaps you even had some expectations that weren't met. What were the circumstances? Now, Think about a time when you were doing something and you were in a really good mood. You felt really happy, or maybe you just felt calm or satisfied. What were the circumstances? Now, compare the two situations in terms of the amount of stress and engagement you felt. That is our sort of conclusion, if you will, here on emotional influencers. Again, this was a two-part episode. So if you missed part one, it might be helpful to go back and listen to that. One final suggestion is to maybe make a list or write down in your journal some potential emotional ingredients for your well being formula. And you can even make note of things that you tried, what worked, what didn't work, what you want to keep. In other words, with relation to emotional factors, come up with the specific ingredients that will be a part of your well being formula. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of your time with me today to learn about emotional influencers. Next week, we're going to talk about the final or the sixth emotional influencer, which is social. I hope to catch you on the next one. Have a great day.